0: Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and you're listening to Grace to Your World, a teaching ministry focused on providing an understanding of God's grace, which will empower you to change your world and live the overcoming life. Now to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubidministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. Grace is not this intellectual thing. No, grace is alive on the inside of you, friend. How does grace teach you? You see, grace doesn't teach you by giving you a set of rules to follow, like the Ten Commandments. Grace is not going to say, thou shalt not have any ungodliness, thou shalt not have any worldly lusts. Uh, No, grace is going to teach you to not have all of that by transforming you from the inside out. You see, grace is alive on the inside of every born-again believer. Grace is not something you'll ever be able to understand merely through the mind, friend. No, grace is something that must be known in the heart. Praise God. You see, when you got born again, you became the home address of grace. Grace took up residence on the inside of you. Why? Well, because when you got born again, Jesus came to live on the inside of you, amen, and the Holy Spirit took up residence on the inside of you. And so you got the person of grace and you got the spirit of grace teaching you how to live right. Look at this in the Amplified, just the last part of that verse, where he talks about the Holy Spirit or the spirit of grace. And he says, the Holy Spirit who imparts grace which is the unmerited favor and the blessing of God. And so the Holy Spirit is not only the spirit of grace, He imparts grace. And grace is the unmerited favor and the blessing of God. It's it's the goodness of God manifesting in your life. It's favor that you didn't work for, that you didn't earn, that you didn't deserve. It's it's simply you saying, Lord, I believe. Thank you for your unmerited favor. That's the grace of God operating in your life. And, and, and the Bible is saying that the Holy Spirit imparts the grace of god alex what does that mean when the holy spirit imparts the grace of god that's when he changes you from the inside out you see and so grace teaches you not by the letter by giving you a list of rules to follow don't do this don't do that Uh, you know uh, don't smoke any weed now i'm not saying smoke weed (laughs) what i'm saying is uh, that the way he'll help you to get rid of that habit of smoking weed is that that the more you now behold jesus You behold Jesus in his word. You fellowship with Jesus. And as you do that, friends, uh, you at the same time are becoming more fully aware of who you are in him. Because when you see him, uh, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is transforming you from glory to glory into that same image. And so the more you behold him, the more are you now being transformed into the very image of him. And and, and friends, when that happens, (laughs) he's just going to take away those desires, you know one day you're gonna wake up and, and and uh you know you may have been smoking weed uh and, and and first of all, you know you might get to the point where just the satisfaction of that is gone. <laughs> I said yesterday in our Bible study, once you get high on the Holy Ghost, uh you're not gonna to want to go back to that counterfeit stuff, man uh you know that's just nah you know that's no you just want to know him, and when you know him, uh, man, you get high on the holy ghost and 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 you don't need you know, uh, weed, you know, to help you to cope with, with, with life. No, you got the author of life living on the inside of you, teaching you, transforming you, helping you to live right, you see. Uh, same thing I said yesterday with, with cussing. You know, some people, a lot of people have, have a hard time cleaning up their, their language. Uh, well, the more you behold Jesus, the more the Holy Spirit is going to work on the inside of you. You know, it's not a matter of you saying, "Alex, uh, I'm born again. Praise God. I I I will no longer cuss. <laughs> I'm just being real with you." And 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 you say, uh, you know, you kind of have this this um, list, this commandment there in, in in your mind where you say, "Thou shall not cuss. Thou shall not cuss. Thou shall not cuss." <laughs> and and next thing you know, before lunchtime, oop, oh, there it is. I don't know what that was, it sure wasn't my prayer language. (laughs) You know, that's not how it works, no. Here's how transformation works under grace. Holy Spirit is working on the inside of you. Uh, You hear the word that tells you about who you are in Christ. You behold Jesus. Uh, You by faith receive who you are in Him. He's made you righteous. Uh, He's delivered you. He's cleansed you. Amen. The more you focus on Jesus, the less time you have to be caught up in your performance. Uh, and so you focus on Jesus, Holy Spirit works in you. When you fall short, you just say, oh, thank you, Lord, your blood has already cleansed me. I receive that forgiveness now. You move on, there's no time for condemnation. And, and man, all of a sudden you just find your language becoming uh, pure, you know. Uh, man, when you encounter him and when he transforms you from the inside out, that's when transformation happens. Not by you working hard to to try to you know, clean up your life. No, it's by you beholding him. Amen. It's by you beholding him. Say out loud right now, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. He has to be the focus. I behold him, when I behold him, spirit of grace will transform me into the very image of what I'm beholding. Amen. Praise God. If you understand that, say amen. And so uh, let's get started here today. Uh, let's go over to Romans chapter uh, 7 we'll start in Romans chapter 7 verse 6 somebody says Alex I thought you had already gotten started no for now it's just recapping what I had already covered in greater detail in the previous uh, teachings Uh, that was foundation and now I want to get into really the meat of today's message. Romans chapter seven, verse six. And what I wanna show you today uh, is really this profound truth that, uh, uh, that the law of Moses, now remember we can't combine the law that came by Moses with the grace and truth that came by Jesus. Now what I wanna show you today is that the law of Moses was never intended for a born again believer. The law of Moses was never for a born-again believer. Uh, the law of Moses was actually specifically for for the unregenerate person, the person who had not been born again. Now, now we'll cover this, and, and, and it'll become clear uh, to you. And so Romans chapter 7, verse 6. Uh, watch this now. This is going to be powerful. It's going to be radical. Uh, Romans 7, verse 6. Here we go. He says in verse 6, he says, But now we are delivered from the law. Catch this, delivered from the law. He's talking about the law of Moses. That means, as a Christian, he's talking to Christians, as a believer, you are not under the law of Moses. You are delivered from the law. Now, I'm going to say some things and I want you to just hold on here. Uh, If if you have a religious upbringing, this might be kind of weird what I'm saying. But just bear with me, I'm gonna show you the scripture, and I'm gonna explain this to you, but as a Christian, you are not under the law of Moses. Uh, Sounds like I'm saying we can live any kind of way we want, but I've already laid the foundation and and told you, grace is working on the inside of you, grace is teaching you to live right, amen. Now, but but now we are delivered from the law, watch this now, that being dead wherein we were held. That's the reason we're delivered from the law, because that being dead wherein we were held And now watch this, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. And so let's break this down, what this is saying. Now the word that's translated delivered, that Greek word translated delivered means to render inactive or to abolish. It also means to make idle or to make of no effect. Now we're going to get radical. What he's saying is that the law of Moses was rendered inactive in the life of a believer. The Law of Moses has been abolished. The Ten Commandments have been abolished in your life if you're a believer. (laughs) Uh, It's the Law of Moses is the Ten Commandments and it's the 600 plus other commandments. Uh, Again, Alex, what are you saying? Are you giving people a license to sin? No, friend, I'm just saying, we're not under that particular law. This is what this word means, it means to render inactive, to abolish, the law of Moses has been made idle. It has no effect in your life if you have received Christ as your Savior. This word also means to discharge or to sever or to separate from. And so watch this, friends. We as believers under the New Covenant, we have been discharged or released. Another translation says released. We've been released from the law of Moses in the same way that a prisoner is released from prison. And so Jesus literally came, and and, and and he 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 opened the door, and he released you from the prison of the law. And and so uh, we've been we've been released from the law. Now why? Well, the next part of that verse tells us why. Because that being dead wherein we were held, that being dead wherein we were held. Now that being dead wherein we were held, watch this now, is uh, is referring to. Uh, it's referring, to, um, it's referring to the sin nature. It's referring to the old man. That being dead, wherein we were held, is referring to the, to the sin root, uh, the sin nature. You see, what you want to understand, friend, is, I'm, remember, we're talking about identity. What you want to understand is that as a Christian, you no longer have a sinful nature. You see, uh, as, as a Christian, you no longer uh, have a sinful nature. And so this is what he's saying is you're, you're free from the law because that sinful nature is gone when you got into Christ. When you got into Christ, that sinful nature uh, was, was removed, praise God. And so this is literally saying, remember, the law is not for the believer. The law is for the unregenerate person. And so this is literally saying that the part of us that the law was directed to, to or directed at is, is dead. You see? Now, now uh, that's very powerful. Uh, and then he goes on to say, so that we are now able, praise God, so that we are now capable of serving in the newness of spirit and, and not, in, in, um, not in the oldness of, of the letter. Uh, We're capable of serving in the newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter And so us being free from the law watch this now it literally gives us the liberty friend It gives us the liberty to live in the newness of spirit rather than the oldness of the letter It literally us being free from the law literally now frees up frees us up to live a spirit-filled life to live a uh, spirit-led life Amen, and I've told you before that uh, you know, that that I, I truly believe that everyone, every person who is born of the Spirit ought to be led by the Holy Spirit. Now you don't have to be led by the Spirit in order to be saved. You're just saved uh, by by putting your faith in Jesus, praise God. But uh, to truly live out of who you are in Christ, friend, you gotta be led by the Spirit. Well, why? Because the Spirit is teaching you. The Spirit of Grace is is your is your teacher. Amen. And and so watch this now, rather than having a set of rules to follow, which would be the letter, which would be to live under the law, the Holy Spirit and the new creation on the inside of us are now teaching us. You see, you want to understand who you are, that you're a new creation. The Bible says that the moment we got into Christ, we became a new creation. You're a brand new species of being that has never existed before. Friend, my question now is... Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? You see, you want to understand that as a Christian, you are no longer a sinner. How many have heard this said before? Alex, we're just a a sinner saved by grace. Now, friend, if, if that is your belief, if that's who you think you are, well, then it's understandable that you would be a little concerned about not being under the law. But what I want you to see today is that the law is not for a born-again person. I'll show you later on where it says, the scripture says, the law is not for a righteous man. The law is for the sinner. Now, how many know that the moment you got born again, you were made righteous? Amen. You're righteous not because of your performance. You are righteous because of your faith in, in Jesus, you see. Uh, and, and so it's a very uh, dangerous wrong teaching, actually, when we uh, tell people, you know, we're sinners saved by grace. Well, hold on. Let's be precise here, uh, you know, because, because when, you're, when you're saved, you're no longer a sinner. So which is it? Are, are you saved or are you a sinner? No, you see, the truth is if, if you receive Christ, then you were a sinner. All of us were at some point that's who we are apart from him but then we received him and 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 we received a new nature we became a new creation praise God the moment you became that new creation you were no longer a sinner no I want you to know if you're a Christ the Bible calls you a saint now friend let me ask you this why would a saint righteousness of God need to be kept in the prison of the law now you may think this is radical but but I uh, but you know, when you know who you are, remember, you want to know who you are in Christ. You see, when you, when you know who you are, you don't need a list of things telling you what not to do. No, man, when you know who you are, the spirit of grace working on the inside of you, is, is, is gonna help you to live out of who you are. And, and then you don't need a list that says, uh, thou shalt not uh, uh, kill. No, you see, the love that's on the inside of me now, because I know who I am, I know I've received him, I know he's on the inside of me, I know his love is dwelling on the inside of me, and so now the love that's on the inside of me is gonna make sure that I don't do those things that the law says not to do. You see, and, and so grace is your teacher, not the law. Grace is teaching you by the Spirit not by the letter, not by giving you a list of things uh, uh, to do. And so this is key to understanding grace. It's important to understand as a Christians, that as Christians, we no longer have a sin nature. Look at Romans uh, chapter 6, verse 6, just the previous chapter. It's important to understand that our sin nature was destroyed the moment we got born again. It was destroyed the moment we got born again. Romans 6, 6 says this, he says, knowing this, that our old man is, watch this now, crucified with him. Praise God that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. We should not serve sin, you see. Because of because of who you are in Christ, you're no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer a slave to sin. You know, anybody who says... Alex, uh, Grace is giving me a license to sin. Well, friend, hold on. Uh, if, if, if that's what you're thinking is, if you're looking for an excuse to sin, there's two things, either, either you're not born again and you need to go ahead and get born again, or two, you just don't know who you are in Christ. Child of God, I want you to understand that if you know who you are in Christ, you're not gonna wanna sin. There's nothing good about sin. You see, uh, the Bible talks about the deceitfulness of sin. That's one of the enemy's greatest uh, deceptions, is is to get people to think, you know, oh, sin is good. You know, sin is fun. Woo, let's, let's go sin. No, sin is not good. You know, uh, Even if it, if it tricks you and deceives you and, and in the moment it might feel good, man, ultimately, it's going to mess up your life. You see, it may feel good uh, to jump into, into the bed with that person, but sooner or later, it's, it's going to have some negative consequences. Sin messes up uh, people's lives. Sin messes up relationships uh, in the horizontal. Uh, sin can give the enemy access to your body so he can put sickness on you. And so you don't want to sin. Sin is not good. Uh, We should not even be uh, ever considering looking for an excuse to sin, but you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are in Christ. You see, again, your identity determines your behavior. Who are you? Your behavior does not determine your identity. Your, Your identity determines your behavior. Who are you? Look at this verse again. He says, "Knowing this, that your old man is crucified with Christ." Now, the old man here is referring to who you were before you got into Christ. That's referring to the sin nature. That's referring uh, uh, to to who we used to be. And he's saying that old sin nature is crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed. Body of sin is also talking about that sin root. That sin root. Now you see. You want to understand, somebody says, Alex, how can you say we don't have a sin nature? We're all still sinning. Oh, yes, friend, we're all still sinning. But you want to know the difference between the act of sinning and having a sin nature. You see, having a sin nature has nothing to do with the act of sinning. Somebody says, well, a, a sinner is somebody who sins. No, that's not true. That's what religion has taught people. Uh, and, and that's not what it is, uh, you see. Because even as a, as a born-again person, I, I can still uh, uh, sin, but that doesn't make me a sinner now you see to be a sinner means that you have a, a, a spiritual nature that has been separated from God the Father in other words it's, it's to have a dead spirit it's it's not it's to be able it's unable it's to be unable to fellowship with God unable to uh, uh to to really have any kind of relationship uh, uh with him you see that is that's what it means to to uh, to be a sinner to be spiritually dead to the father man but once you got into Christ The Bible is saying that old man, that old sinful nature, which is who you used to be, remember, that's your dead spirit. Remember, man is a spirit. Man possesses a soul. Man lives in a physical body. Uh, Your soul is your mental, emotional realm, Uh, but, but your spirit, praise God, thank you, Lord, your spirit is who you are. And so this old man is referring to the old you, the old spiritually dead you, the old spirit, the old you. I trust you're catching this. You see, when you got born again, the part of you that that got born again is, is your spirit. It's not your soul. You still got the same soul. You still got the same body. But if you're born again, you have a brand new spirit. And your brand new spirit is no longer a sinner. Your brand new spirit is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so now it's not a matter of you trying to become something that you're you're not already are. You see, the law was directed at the spiritually dead person to show them through their performance they can never become right with God, yet it's not for the born-again believer, praise God, because the born-again believer, as a result of having a new nature, is already right with God. You see, the Bible says God is a spirit, and so we're spirits. He first and foremost deals with us in our spirits, and so in your spirit, you're perfect. Now, watch this. The reason it doesn't always feel like we uh, like we no longer have a sin nature is simply because our mind is not yet completely renewed. And so our task is to begin to uh, renew our minds to who we are in Christ. The Bible says awake to righteousness, awaken to righteousness. And so that means literally uh, you don't have to work to become righteous. It literally means just awaken to who you already are righteous. You see, righteousness is not a lifestyle. Righteousness is identity. It's who you are. You see, uh, w- w- when you're righteous, you see, uh, when you're righteous, that's who you are. That's your identity. Now, the fruit that your righteousness produces is holiness. Holiness is how you live. You see, to be holy is simply to be not common. It, it's, it's to do things differently the way the world does it is he well to, to be holy means when the world is is sick uh, you're healed uh, when, when the world is is, is broke uh, you, you prosper see that's what it means to be holy holy is to be set apart for God's purposes in your life but the the fruit of holiness which is right living that the fruit of that is righteousness and so you got to know who you are uh, before you can live in this world uh, the way God is calling you to live, you see, and so you don't get there through the law, you get there through the Spirit of grace now confirming to you that you're the righteousness of God. Grace teaching you you're already in right standing with God, it's okay, you may fall short, and um, you know, you may fall short a uh, hundred times a day, you're still in right standing with God, amen. And so so you want to receive that now now the flesh whenever we operate out of the flesh i want you to know that ultimately the flesh is a mindset the flesh is really wrong identification us being in the flesh is us uh, identifying with who we used to be us being in the spirit is us identifying with who we now are you see because what you want to understand is is that while the uh while the old self is gone uh, the old self is gone, The the who you used to be is gone. And so as believers, we no longer have a sin root, but watch this. The old man, the old man which is gone, left something behind. What it left behind is a residue, and that's a mindset. You see, that's a particular way of thinking. And so the flesh is simply your old mindset, uh, Alex, I've always been like this, I've always had these habits. Uh, I've always had these addictions, Alex, I just can't control my temper. No, that's a mindset. That's who you used to be. And You may still act that way, but that doesn't mean that that's who you, still, that's who you are now. No, who you are now, you see, now you've got to go to the Word to find out who you are. <laughs> and the Word is going to show you who you are in Christ. Remember, you behold Jesus, and, and as you behold Him, the Holy Spirit changes you into that same image. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. To learn more about our ministry and to access the full-length audios of this and other teachings, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision Partner or to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, go to alexrubitministries.org forward slash give. Now I pray you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.